Hello, and thank you for joining Cheryl Banco Podcast, episode number eight. Okay, in this episode, I want to talk to you about being wildly alive. You know, that is my goal in my life. It just feels so back to being essentially who we are. It feels like that animal nature of us that has been kind of we're it's it's just that uncivilizing. What is that a word? Becoming more uncivilized, I guess, is just an exciting idea. It's exciting to think of being like untamed, right? Actually, that's a Gwyneth Doyle, no, Glennon Doyle book. Oh my goodness. But if we like think about it, it's just like, oh my God, I want to be wildly alive. And if why my clients come to me and why I've done coaching, really, it's, it boils down to this, this premise that like all my clients are whole and complete already as they are, but everybody still wants to grow and express their true nature, put away that self-doubt and fear Nobody died from lack of coaching, but one might feel dead inside without it, right? To come alive, become wildly alive is what I think we're here for. And there's a lot of reasons in today's world, you know, this this conditioning that we don't even realize that we like have, we're, we're in this, like, uh, this modern world, this conditioning that we don't even realize, you know, that it's around us all the time. You know, we got the patriarchy that basically just really wants us to sit down and shut up. Like the corporate America world wants us to think that like happiness can be bought. Right. And that's all around us with the commercials and everything. We have these technology around us all the time, right? Dopamine receptors in our brains that aren't equipped for all the internets and the sugar in our food, right? It's just too much for us. It's like the 4th of July for our like ancient brains. We have, you know, our past, our things that happened to us that get imprinted on our nervous system, right? that we can't shake off in these modern times that we really want to, that we don't see that are there. And, you know, we just think we should be happy all the time, which makes us feel guilty for not being happy all the time. We think that we should be productive all the time because the patriarchy told us we need to be doing something all the time. But becoming wildly alive is getting beyond our brain's conditioning and the conditioning of the world and becoming back to who we truly are at our essence, right? And hearing that 
And that's when the world, you know, becomes in technical color again, you know, like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. And um, that's what like really gets me going. And that's what gets my clients going. And that's what really everybody is looking for in this modern world. We're really lucky, you know, that we have this goal. Oh, I want to be, I want to be wildly alive, you know, like my, I could just see my grandma, Jerry, like rolling her eyes, like being like, oh, that's nice. I'm trying to get food on the table. Okay. You know, (laughs) and I want to say back to her, like survival is so much easier though, because you're just single-minded. You don't have to think or decide. You just have to like, just get the food on the table. That's the goal. It, that's it. Nothing. And so now we're, we're, (laughs) we're, we, I have, and you know, my clients have like other things that we're trying to let go of the old conditioning of the survival brain and of what society and our programming tells us to do, to become beyond that, the version of ourselves and Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz that, you know, you, you had the power all along and the world is again in color. So I identify as an ex-corporate slave. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Cubicle dweller. Dweller turned corporate quitter. I consider myself an actress. I'm a damn extrovert. I'm an Airbnb host. Oh yeah. And now I'm getting my NLP and hypnosis certified training. And it's like wildly, coolly, fascinatingly transformative. So now I'm a hypno coach too. Doesn't that sound awesome? And my story is, and, and every way I, I look at it, it's still the same. I just never felt comfortable in my sales jobs that I had for 27 years. And I never wanted to. <laughs> but I stayed because that's what you do. But now I spend my days listening to my intuition and loving what I love. And I love coaching and I love self-development and I love becoming more of who I am. (laughs) And um, so much so that I'm spending the rest of my life being a life coach and learning all that I can to help everyone I'm ever in contact with even if they never hire me, (laughs) with becoming a little less in pain and a little more and a little more wildly alive. So I turned 50 last week on February 7th, 50. (laughs) And I'm so lucky I got to go to Mexico with three of my girlfriends. Um, Shout out to Marlene. I've known Marlene since I was six years old. And uh, her birthday's next. Tag your it. Um, and my friend Susan and my friend Lucy. So it was. It was just. It was awesome. <laughs> I can't believe I'm fifty, but yet it feels just fine. Um. 
So I just want to spend the next 50 years owning who I am, my like weird, outgoing, maybe too much, sparkly, untamed, too loud, too emotional, dramatic, coaching, client transformation, obsessed, authentic fucking self. And it's a luxury that should be commonplace, right? That maybe, no, for sure, I didn't allow myself in the first 50. Well, maybe I did for the first 12 years or so. But then not from 13 to maybe mm, 47. (laughs) And I don't think anyone should do that. And the unlearning to listen to other people's opinions or doing things because you feel you should, you know, this is so what interests me and what's going to interest me in the next 50 years. it, It creates an underlying fear and anxiety. The urge to blend in is there, right? But I believe that the future is for the people that can own their weird and their unique idiosyncrasies. What unconventional like objectives in your life do you have that is a secret? I'm coming out with mine. I've always found it really hard to conform. <laughs> and I'm 50 and I'm not doing it anymore. I mean, I've tried to act normal. And I can do it. But sitting there in the cubicle, for sure, or in my sales job at the sales meeting, oh my God, it was so hard to even sit still. Because the truth is, I'm here to own my glitter, bigness, outgoingness, because my greatest potential lies in embracing my individuality. And so does yours. And I'm fucking 50. And I'm saying this out loud on purpose for myself and for you. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? I'm accepting what makes me feel fully unique and alive. And until I really accept it, I'll always feel that something is missing. I'm embracing my free-spirited nature. And to everyone that wants something they don't have, and that's mostly everyone, but one person I've ever met told me that she has everything she wants, (laughs) and I believe her. Um, Everyone that wants something they don't have, more success, more money, more love, more freedom, and more more freedom from anxiety, more creative success in any field. If you want more conviction, then open up the hood a little bit. And, um, and, and you have to look into your brain and see how you're thinking. And, and I honestly don't understand why why more people don't want to eat up everything that's in coaching like I do. But I'm here to bring it to everybody. (laughs) 
So I wanted to tell you a little bit about um, where I see mental health and coaching and where it's at right now. So I think this is how I see it. Mainstream therapies like Freud, you know, it all started with lying on the couch, you know, and telling Freud everything. And, you know, he'd be like, you know, your your son wants to sleep with the mother and the weird was, or maybe that's Oedipus complex. Sorry. Okay. But Freud lying on the couch, it went to then the behaviorist like Pavlov's dog and BF Skinner, right? Then it was the cognitive behavioral therapy. And this is where we are now a little bit because I've been fully trained in this um, cognitive behavioral therapy and we call it the model. And this is my first training at the Life Coach School. And um, it is like, you know, your thoughts cause your feelings, your feelings cause your actions, your actions cause your results. And it's so powerful to know this. And this model is what I use um, in a lot of my coaching. I look for what clients um, are thinking and how that's causing their results and looking into what they're thinking in their subconscious and how to change that on purpose. It's really transformative. But now we're in this like next level that I'm like, oh, we need more. We need something else. We need more. And this is another tool that I'm getting right now and which I'm learning about. It's like this somatic therapies where you can tap into your individual capacity to heal by listening to your body. Um, And I got this quote from Google here, like somatic therapy is designed to help individuals clear their minds and connect to their bodies. And this is, you're probably hearing about the vagus nerve a little bit. Okay. So the vagus nerve is the nerve from the top of your head to your feet. And it is, when it's activated, it helps you calm down because of um, it's part of the parasympathetic nervous system. So there's ways to access that, which is so interesting to me. It sends a message from your body to your brain, right? So that's what I see somatic therapy is. It's instead of using your brain to calm your body, you're using your body to calm your brain and heal, right? Um, so... I actually am just like, I'm so fascinated by all this because I'm doing this. um, I have to move my screen here. Sorry about that. (laughs) I'm doing this training again, or this training now with Melissa Peer and Simone Soul on NLP and hypnosis in the subconscious. And I honestly think I have it covered. I mean, I can help anybody with anything because my tool bag is just so big now when I can coach my others and myself. Um, so this week, I'm just madly in love with tapping. And it's also called the elect- electric, oh my God, EFT. EFT. Um, oh my God, I forgot what E stands for. That's okay. Freedom technique, the E freedom technique. I love it. Um, so why tapping? Okay. So... 
the research is crazy about it. And I just thought it was like, it was just boring before. But the research is crazy about it. Um, So let's just like this one little study is that one group read magazines and one group had like self-help and educational magazines and the other group did tapping, right? So the first group had a 2% decrease in cortisol. The group that just read the self-help magazines had a 19% decrease in cortisol. And the third group had a 43% decrease. The third group that did tapping for an hour had a 43% decrease, right? Crazy. So I thought, I don't know what time we're at. Oh, we're only at 16 minutes. You guys are loving this. Okay. So, and then it changes your DNA. Um, It can help with food cravings. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait to use this for my my love of, um, you know, sugar when I get the sugar tax sometimes. But um, tapping is the thing that uses the body to calm and change the mind. And another tool to help you become wildly alive, right? Okay, so I thought maybe we would do a little self-love tapping, okay? So I'm going to explain it as we go. All right, you with me? All right. Doing this on my phone because I haven't yet got my expensive microphone to work because I have an Apple computer. It's so annoying. Okay, so let's do some tapping. So I want, it's pretty easy. I have learned an abbreviated tapping that works just fine. So on the top of your head, you're going to use your three, you know, fingers. You can leave your pinky out of it and you're just going to tap a couple times. And you're going to say, um, oh, first, I want you to um, write down or remember, like, how is your scale of self-love now from one to a 10? One being, like, no self-love at all. You know, you're really, really mad at yourself. You hate yourself. To 10 being, like, you know, you're fucking Madonna, you know, or something. Got it? Okay. So... Um, let's start doing it, right? Okay. So I want you to tap on the top of your head a couple times. Even though I'm not feeling love for myself, I choose love and accept myself anyway. So you're going to say that to yourself right after I just said it. Tapping and saying that, even though I'm not feeling love for myself, I choose to love and accept myself anyway. Even though I'm thinking negative thoughts about myself, I choose to release them now. Okay, you're still tapping. Now we're going to go in between your eyes, like above your nose, in between your eyebrows. Okay, even though I'm being so critical of myself, and this is an old pattern, I choose to change this pattern now. And you're going to say that to yourself. Okay. And then we're going to tap on our temple next to our eye. 
even though I am hearing all these critical thoughts, I choose to release them now. Okay, now we're going to go under your eye and tap. I choose to love myself. Okay, and now right at the bottom of our throat where that little half circle is right there, right at the top of where like our chest bone starts right there. I guess it's like clavicle, right? We're going to say, I choose to forgive myself. We're going to tap right down there. And then we're going to, it's so interesting doing this while I'm like holding, we're going to grab our arm, top of our arm by our wrist. And we're going to say, we're going to say, I choose to love myself. And we're just going to grab our wrist, right? We're going to breathe in and we're going to breathe out double as long. Okay. All right. Now we're going to go back to the top of our head and tap. Maybe we'll get the hang of this by now. Maybe I will get the hang of this by now. And we're going to say to ourselves, I choose to love myself. And then we're going to go in between our eyes, in between our eyebrows, right? I choose to forgive myself. On the side of the temple, I choose to accept myself. Now underneath the eye, I am feeling forgiveness now. And then we're going to go to our clavicle. I'm feeling the love now. We're going to go to the top of our head again. And we're going to say to ourselves, accepting myself now. And then we're going to go back to the bar in between our eyebrows. I can choose self-love. We're going to go to our temple on the side of our eye, even if it feels strange. And then we're going to go underneath our eye. I practice, I practice accepting myself now. Back to our clavicle. I'm doing the best I can. Up to the top of the head. And that is more than enough. In between your eyes, self-love is something that is new to many of us. And then next to the eye, it can be tough to feel these feelings. Underneath the eye, we are practicing and creating and imagining self-love. Mm-hmm. And then to the clavicle, if you were to love something about yourself, what would it be? Back to the top of your head. What could you appreciate about yourself to love now? Then I think we're in between the eyes. 
doesn't matter. Letting go of all these criticisms. On your temple, just a little more self-love. And underneath your eye, I feel love now. And down to your clavicle, I am feeling love now. And then I want you to grab your right wrist with your left hand and breathe in and breathe out twice the amount of time that you breathed in. Now I want you to rate the intensity of your self-criticism now. It should be a little bit lower or a lot lower. What do you think? Do you feel a little bit more wildly alive? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Cheryl Bangle Life Coach. And you, um, you can get on my email list at CherylBankoLifeCoach.com. And I have free consultations for an hour and you'll definitely learn a ton. Um, and I wish you the absolute most wonderful week. And have fun tapping. Till next time. Bye-bye.